I'm sure that our friend Todd Flood feels the same heartbreak that all of us feel after the Lions game. The attorney and managing partner of Flood Law, who helps us all the time. Todd, uh, where were you watching the game last night? I was watching it with my lovely bride uh, in front of our uh, TV in the living room. And uh, I got to tell you, it's uh, heartbreak is uh, it, it is. It was a tough, tough, tough loss. And we were the better of the two teams. And, um, you know, you just you hope uh, that we can pick ourselves up. I think Dan Campbell is a phenomenal coach. And um, I, am, I am confident and uh, think that we will uh, persevere coming up in the next year. But, man, this this. This one was tough, Paul W., tough. It's, it's tough very tough, very tough. But I will say this, uh, as close as the Lions have been in 66 years and breaking the curse or the spell that made there people believe that the Lions would never have a winning team. Well, remember all the things they've said. Well, as long as the Ford's own and blah, blah, blah. Sheila Fordhamp has earned the respect. Rod Wood has earned the respect. And certainly Dan Campbell has earned the respect. I I almost think, and I don't want to get too deep in the weeds here because we need to speak with you about yeah, things that are more important than in the news, life or death. But I, I honest to God, as I, I lay in bed last night, I, it came to me after watching that second half, um, two different teams the Lions put on the field. The first half, we already know, leading 24-7. to And the second half, I think all of them got hit with what I what I've become I've come to know as the imposter syndrome. You know, there are people who suffer from the imposter syndrome in all walks of life that we people we think are on top of the world and they're all worried that we're going to figure out they aren't really on top of the world and shouldn't be. Mm, no, you understand what I mean? And yeah, here yeah, it is. No, I, get what you're I mean, here we have uh, uh, people feeling like a fraud or a phony and doubting their abilities. I swear to you, I swear to you, our team came out uh, uh, on the second half and started thinking, wait a minute, what, did we forget who we are? These are the San Francisco 49ers. We're 30 minutes away from a Super Bowl? What? What's going on here? And then they started dropping balls, missing tackles, even bouncing balls off their hands and helmets into the – yeah, the 49ers. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't make this stuff up. No, I, you know, life is a game of inches. We've heard that before, right? One play this way, one play that way, and the the helmet gets messed up. The psychology of a player gets messed up. You could see when there was a drop ball and there were cement hands a couple times, and then that unbelievable off the helmet break catch. I mean, once in a, a, a blue moon. You know, it's at that point in time, I was thinking, I was thinking, Campbell's calling a timeout. I know we had to preserve him, whatever the case may be. But you have to regroup quick, and you have to say we deserve to be here. We are the team. We are the champions that need to be there. And I, I, you're right. You're absolutely right. One play, one way or the other. But I will say this. I give all the respect in the world to that team. I, I love that team. I love uh, – uh, the Ford family, obviously, and and for everything they put out there, um, 
it's just it is so heartbreaking to me because I'm a huge fan and have been a season ticket holder. I my kids and I have been going to the games for twenty you know plus years. My dad took me to my first game when it was mm. in Tiger Stadium. So yeah, no, I get it. I get it. So anyway, I, I and I, and all I'm saying is. I am. I celebrate this team. I hope. I don't know if they're back yet or not, but I hope people meet them in the airport and celebrate them. Um, I. I. It's an incredible season. I'm not taking that away, but I do believe we all have the right to have this pain and heartbreak and try to work yeah. our way through this before we can move on. We can still love the Lions as I do, as you do, uh, but we right. still scratch our head and say, "Guys, you deserve to be there." And I agree with you on that, Todd Flood. I was waiting for the coach to just call them all together and say, guys, guys, deep breaths. We're here. Remember the first half? That wasn't a a gimmick. That wasn't luck. You guys are that good. Let's play that way. Amen. Amen. Yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. I'm inspired by the whole thing, but, uh, you know, uh, I still have a pit in my stomach. I can't believe it, but whatever. Yep, yep, yep. All right, here we go. Uh, it all began again today for um, <sighs> Jennifer Crumbly, and uh, it, it's, I guess, one of the biggest things is that she deleted a bunch of texts, and apparently in this day and age with technology, you really can't delete texts, so it it works against you to try to do that when you're in a legal case. Yeah, well, a consciousness of guilt or trying to hide, conceal, whatever the case may be, you know, it's uh, obviously there was uh, the messages that could paint her in an incriminating position that she's trying to, you know, take away from the public view because clearly um, it puts her in an ugly light, a bad light. You know, this this case, uh, sadly so, I, I, I'm still trying to figure out where the defense is going, and there's so many things here that uh, we're scratching our heads at. Um, but you lay out the foundation, show that, one, there was the homicide. It was an ugly, ugly you know, beginning because it's very sad. Then the prosecution is going to go into methodically laying out the case about who, who Jennifer Crumbly was um, and how she, the household was. Then she, they're going to lay out messaging that shows she knew what was going on. She had information about her son being in peril. Then they're going to talk about the gun and the purchase of the gun. They're going to go into the day before, the night before, that bomb's still going to come out. Um, and you have to show, you have to give notice. Let's make it really simple. If you gave your son the car keys to the car and you knew he was drunk and he went out and killed you killed somebody, Paul W., you'd be held accountable, right? Sure, sure. Here, you got to have notice. So they're going to give notice that uh, Jennifer Crumbly knew that her son was in peril. Not only did she know he was in peril, she exacerbated the peril and still allowed him to have this gun. You will find out that, that he had access to the gun, that there was no, you know, uh, the lock, wait till you see where the lock is and how the lock was, uh, you know, not not in operation at the time. Wait until you find out the combination to the safe. It, it just is all adding up to you giving the instrument to kill somebody uh, to a kid that was in uh, a, a mental tough spot. So now the defense, the only defense, as we talked about it, is, hey, listen, 
I, I'm not the shooter. That's the shooter over there, and I didn't fathom that he could do it. Uh, regardless of what you all say, I did not anticipate, nor could I foresee, and don't armchair quarterback me, I couldn't foresee that he was going to do these acts. Well, you know, I'm, I'm still waiting for that uh, that to, to come out, but, you know, um, it's interesting as this case goes along. I think there's a bigger issue we were talking about amongst us in the office, uh, amongst What's attorneys, that? And, and that is, you know, the secret. This, this defense attorney has the secrets of the co-defendant. She's throwing the co-defendant under the bus. Um, how, how is it that she's going to be trying this case with potentially revealing the secrets of the co-defendant? That's, that's going to be an interesting uh, issue for later on. Well, if I could jump ahead, uh, they will turn her, and uh, it'll be the the father who gets <laughs> the father yeah. who gets the big hit, and that's just based on statistics. If somebody would study that for me, um, the father's going to go down for this more so than the mother generally. Although everything we're hearing uh, makes her sound pretty guilty to those of us who are just hearing what we're hearing, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate your work, Todd. We will keep uh, depending on you. Thanks very much, and we we feel your shared pain on the Lions. Thank you, my friend Paul W. Be well and enjoy your day. Thank you, sir. You too. Todd Flood, attorney, managing partner, Flood Law, all-around good guy, day two of the Jennifer Crumbly trial. As we continue, in focus on WJR.